0: The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Gitin daf, ayin, aleph, and we are seven lines from the bottom of daf, ayin, amit, beis. So the ratio of the Mishnah, in the beginning of Parak Misha Ochsoy, discussed Misha Ochsoy Kurdaikos. The safe of the Mishnah discusses Nishtatik, somebody that was not overcome by Kurdaikos, rather he became an Elin. And the question is, is it possible for him to instruct a shliach to write a get and to ultimately give the get over to his wife? So the Mishnah said it is possible. How so? If people ask him, And he nods his head, yes, that would constitute and this person would now be able to write again on his behalf. However, the Mishnah said that before we do that, he has to go through a little bit of an IQ test. We have to get a sense of whether or not he really knows what he's doing when he shakes his head, when he nods his head. So the Mishnah said we give him a little test. If he answers no to what you would expect an intelligent person to answer no to, or he answers yes to what you would expect an intelligent person to answer yes to, then the halacha is we assume that this person is bedas. if he's bid'as his minu shlichos is a shlichot so despite the fact that he couldn't physically instruct, he couldn't say the words be my shlich, that in itself doesn't disqualify, and as long as we know he's a bedas. so here can Rasha would be good Assuming that we know for sure that he's a barda. Says the Gemara, <laughs> How do you know that hirkin Roishai constitutes a mino We assume that he's nodding to the question that's being asked to him, but maybe not. Maybe he has a medical condition that causes his head to move in a certain direction. And it's moving lav lav, or it's moving... Hey, hey. But either way, maybe he's not answering the question that's being to asked to him when they're Maybe this is just the condition that he's suffering from. They would ask him a question and then they would wait an hour. This is the way Rashi explains the Gemara. And then they would ask him the question again. So it's a little unlikely then that this is a condition. If they would do a rapid fire, a question, another question, another question, then maybe he's just being a certain way. But if they do it, they space it out a little bit. That should give us the comfort level that he's actually responding to the question that's being asked. Him. But the Gemara asks, How do you know? Maybe as a condition where he nods his head, lav, lav, and then an hour later he does it again. The Gemara says, They use a little bit of cleverness. They don't just ask him lav, lavs. They don't just ask him hain, hains. But first they ask him a question where they would expect him to say no. Then two questions where. They expect him to say yes, and then another two where he's supposed to say no, and then another one where he's supposed to say yes. If he keeps on getting it right, then it's pretty obvious that he's... Answering the questions that are being asked him. And this is not just some really bizarre medical condition. What was the question that they used to ask him? So, what was the IQ test? They would ask him during the summer, Do you want something that people usually want during the winter? And they would ask him during the winter, Do you want something that people usually want during the summer? So the Gemara says, Do we mean glufgari Rashi says, Kotabala during the summer they ask him do you want a coat Visadini or during the winter they ask him do you want some linen sheet so the Assumption is that if he's going to say he wants a coat during the summer, that's a sign that his das is not sluba. Or if he wants this sadin during the winter, that's a sign that his das is not slubo. But the Gemara says, how can you prove anything from that? Vilma kaira Achte. Maybe he knows it's summer, but he's cold and he wants a coat. Ina Or he knows it's winter and he just wants a linen. So the Gemara says, Ela peri. What it means is they would ask him during the summer, do you want a fruit that you can only get during the winter? They ask him during the winter, do you want a fruit that you can only get during the, <laughs> <laughs> get during the summer? So if he says the wrong answer, that's a sign, Ain tzlula. So even though he's Hirkin Rosha, and Hirkin Rosha in and of itself can't constitute minu shlichos, we assume that Ain tzlula. if Ain tzlula, he cannot instruct someone to go right again on his behalf. A tremendous kidd that's gonna take us until the end of the daf, and at the end of the daf, we'll speak out some rage from some of the important sugyas that the Gemara is going to touch on. But the entire daf is based on Rav Kahana's that he said in the name of Raf. Om Rav Om Rav, Cheresh Dabim a Cheresh that's able to talk through writing. Meaning he can't talk, but he's able to write. he can instruct his wife via ksav. That or a cipher, VXAB, that he wants to divorce his wife, and based on the minu that he wrote, I'm it's posh. This is not a Hiddish. Tanina, isn't that our Mishnah? The Mishnah said, if a person became an Elam, he can't talk. And they told him, should we write a get for your wife? And he nodded his head. So we make him go through this test. But to the extent that we're comfortable that it's despite the fact that he can't talk. The Minuschlichos happened by Hirkin Reushe, just by him nodding his head, that in itself is enough of Minus So what's the Gemara's kasha? Madoch Hirkin she constitutes Min if he writes. Ksiva should certainly constitute minu yishlichos. So the Gemara's first reaction <laughs> to Rav Kahana saying the name of Rav is it's poshid, it's obvious. Not only is it not a Hidish, but pshitta to the point that I don't even understand why Rav Kahana had to make such a statement. What's Rav Kahana's Hiddish? That writing a Minush constitutes a minus? If in our Mishnah you see that Hirkin Rosh is considered Minu Shlichos. Then Kalvachem, writing should be considered Minu Shlichos. So said, no, you missed the whole point. Eilem Ka'amrit. The Mishnah was talking about someone that's not a Keresh. The Mishnah was talking about someone that's merely an elame. He just can't talk. And there, Enochinami, the halacha is that even here, kin reishoy, constitutes minu shlichos. The chiddush of Rav Ka'ana, was that even if he's more than just an ilim, he's a cherish. and a cherish, as the Gemara is about to say throughout Shaz, is an enoy medaber, but he's also an enoy shomeya. That's already a whole different cherish. Says the Gemara: Amalei Rab Sayri ilim Kahamrit shani ilim detaniyim loyter debraisa medaber shimeya, zeu cherish. shomeya v'enem medaber zeu ilim. Someone who can talk but can't hear is a cherish. Someone that can hear but can't talk is an ilim. The zev both of them, throughout the Torah, are treated like a pikeach, meaning they can engage in Mecca they can get married, they can get divorced. They're mitzvah. Says the Gemara. So the Gemara interjects for a moment. How do you know someone that can talk but can't hear is a cheresh? Maybe it's in the reverse. I mean, how did Chazal know what cherish is and what ilim is? So the Gemara says, it's actually a posik. It's a posik in Tehillim. <laughs> the but either way, like people say, the word is a nutricon, It's an acronym. "Ele the words were taken away from him. But either way, what's the Gemara's tarets? And Elaim is Hare called Kaldovar. And our mission that says Hirkin Royceoy and Elam can get divorced, he can instruct the Cypher to write again on his behalf, is talking about where the person himself, the gavras of The only issue is he can't physically talk. Hirkin Royce constitutes speech. Ref. Kahana was saying a whole different kiddish. He was talking about a cherish. A cherish always means an meaning he's someone that's not a which means that he should not be able to get divorced. Because being that he's an he's not a bardaz, he can't get married, he can't get divorced. That Person Rav Kahana said can get divorced to the extent that he's yochel le daber and that in itself is obviously a very big Kiddush. So Again, the question was what was Rav Kahana's chiddush? Don't you see it in our Mishnah? The answer is no. You don't see it in our Mishnah. In Our Mishnah, you see an eilem. Rav Kahana said a chiddush even regarding a cheresh. Says the Gemara, Rav Zera i ha hokashli. You're right. That was not a kasha. Rav Kahana. The kasha of pshito is not a kasha, but I have a different kasha. I we went to the bresha so. In lo yagid in the parsha. Of Shvuasa Eidos. So it says, and we learn from there, probably, that an Elaim is someone that cannot say Eidos and Bezen. Faith to Gemara, Mai. Why can't he say edos and Bezen? According to Rav Kahana, that Ksiva constitutes Dibor. Then why is an Elaim someone that can't say edos and Bezen? He can. He can write the edos and Bezen. Bayo. said, edos Kaamrit, you're stelling to Hilchas Eidos, Shani Eidos, Drachman Omer, and when it comes to aid, this is a special aloach. It says clearly in the Torah many times, Al Pishnae made them, Al Pishnah, Shlish The Torah says P, P means mouth. There's aloha me p and the way Lebsavan. But really, in every other area, it could be Ksiba with constant to dibor, so that as it relates to Minushlikos, a cherich at Yokhadav, but they khakzav, maybe could be the manu of shlik. May's they want to ask us another cash of boy, say lagdin, just like we used to be bidik. The cheresh for inyon e gitten kach boyt kenoy or the elay l'gitten kach boyt kenoy soy l'masoy u l'matanoys u li idios u li So the Mishnah said that someone that is an elay he can't talk. He could divorce his wife. But before he divorces his wife, he has to go through this test. <laughs> they ask him three questions for which he should say yes, three questions for which he should say no. If he gets the right answers to the right questions, then we assume he's a bardas. And he can be There's a braysa that elaborates on this halacha. The braysa said that this is not only true in hilchas Gerishin, it's true in other areas of halacha as well. Meaning, That's to do business. So, what's the Gemara's Kasha? You just said that there's a special halacha in Hilchis Eidos. It's not true. You see that hirkin roishoy would even work for hilchas Eidos because the same that our Mishnah said works for hirkin roishoy works for edos. That's one of the things that I mentioned here in this brysum. Maybe the edos that's mentioned in this brysum is referring to edos isho. What is edos isho? saying, Edos, that a married woman's husband died so that this woman should no longer be in aguna; she should be able to get married. And just like you find many Kulas, that the Chacham is made by Eidos isha, for example, an edahad, despite the fact that it's a ba erva, the Eidos isha and Eid edahad is believed, a kara or apostle, someone that ordinarily is apostle Eidos is believed. Even the woman herself is believed to say meis biley. So there's another kula that there's no halacha of me Mi levi mitpixafah. Hirkin Roshay, that in itself would work as well. But the gemara says vaktoni yerushas. Okay, so you have no raya from idios because idios can always mean edos isha. But the brayso also says that Hirkin roishay works for yerushas. Doesn't. Yerusha is mean, says Rashi, to say Eidos on a Yerusha. So you see that Hirkin Roshay does work for Eidos. Amrab, above all, no, that's not what it means. Yerusha is b'nai abachar k'dani. It means you have a father who now is divvying up his estate before he dies. Ordinarily, a bachar would get and This father doesn't want to give his bachar pishnayim. He was Hirkin Roshay. And through his Yerukin Roshah, he instructed the family that he doesn't want the Bukhar to get Pishnayim. That would work. He's not saying Edos on the Yerusha because for is Allah, So he can't bring a rayo from Yerusha Cedar. But the Gemara says What about when it says Masoyusul Matonis? My love doesn't it mean that you can get involved in other people's business. Now, how do you get involved in other people's business as an aid? What, how else? So the morsel says, It means he himself can do business. He can buy, he can sell, without talking, without even writing, by being hirken roishoy. Either way, you have no riot from this price. Again, what was the question? The price is said, Kishem Just like Hirkin roishoy of our Mishnah works, one, Uli Idio is two, Uli Yerushai's is three. The Gemara thought any one of these three could be a raya that it works for Edos. Number one, Idios. That's the second one mentioned in the Barajas. Idios is Idios. Marsha is not a raya. Maybe it's Edos Isha. Edos Isha is the separate, coolest. Never ask kashas from Edos Isha. What about Yerushai's? Doesn't it mean you're saying Edos about a Yerusha? The Gemara says no. Maybe it just means instructing your children. And to my sois is doesn't necessarily mean other people's masumaton. Maybe it means his own masumaton. But the Gemara asks another kasha. a cheresh we do not follow his remizos. Meaning, a cheresh who can't talk, he also can't hear. If he makes certain hand motions or facial gestures or he jumps this way and that way. The or even if he's able to write, we don't follow his motions. only with only regards to metaltalin. but not gitin. And this, the says, is a head-on, blatant contradiction to what Rav Kahana said. Again, Rav Kahana said in the name of Rav, a not only an Elam. Mishnah was talking about an Elam. An Elam is a bardas. But even a Keresh, who in Haloch is not treated as a bardas, so based on that, should not be able to divorce his wife, because in order to get divorced, you have to have Das. The woman doesn't have to have das. She's miscarsh as Balkarhokh, but a man has to have Das. So you would think he's not a Bardas, there's no way for him to get divorced. Rafhan said a Givaldiidish. If he can write, he can get divorced despite the fact that he's not a Bartas, and despite the fact that he didn't talk to Kiddushin. The Allah is he can get divorced. Kasha is mei svay, but before Shabbos Bryce cheresh le holchu by Acharim Mizayisov, That's Hirkan Roishay, vaAchar Ksav Yoda. And even if he writes Ella b'Metalton, Avalei Lagitan, and to that the Yomar says Tanoi, you're right. You have to say that even though Rav Kahana said in the name of Rav, it's in fact not the opinion of everybody. Rather, it's a machloekis to Naf. The Tanya learned in a Bryce. Meaning, who's the other Tana that supports Rav Kahana's Chiddush? Oh, Rav Shimon Gamliel. It's Rav Shimon Gamliel. the Bryce said Rav Shimon when is it true that a cherish cannot get divorced? That somebody that was born a cherish, someone that was born healthy, and then later in life, he became a is cherish. He can write, meaning he can instruct, or he can write to get himself perhaps, and they sign. So you see the Gamliel holds that it's possible for a cherish to be able to get divorced, how so? Who all Al yidei ksiva. So enochinami, there's a bryso that says, ksav But there's also Rav Shemim Gamliel. Rav Shemim Gamliel said there is a keresh where we do follow his ksav yodoy, albeit someone that became a keresh later in life. But there is that keresh. So we'll say the Rav Gahanam Arav that said kereshtoyochol adabrim betecha ksav, kosev inoissagad ishta is talking about someone that became a keresh later in life. That person, his ksiva constitutes deeper, even though the cherish himself is not a bardas, he will be able to get divorced. But before the Gemara concludes its discussion, the Gemara doesn't understand <laughs> Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said that the only time the cherish can get divorced, if he's able to write, is if he was a but if he was a may. Now, first of all, what's the difference? Why does it matter if he was born a cherish or if he became a cherish later in life? So Rashi says very simple: someone that was born a cherish probably doesn't have a right. He never had the das to even know how to write. Someone that became a cherish later in life, just practically, he's able to write. But the kasha is a different kasha. To the extent that he was born a cheresh, that means he was never able to get married midday ra'isa, because just like a cheresh is not a bardas to get divorced, a cheresh is also not a bardas to get married. So if he was never able to get married midday ra'isa, he's only married midirabbanon. Why can't he get divorced midirabbanon? The problem a always has is if he's married midday ra'isa and now he's not a bardas, so he can't creak out of his marriage because he's married on the day ra'isa level. He can't get divorced on the day ra'isa level because he's not a bardas. But if he was then however he was able to get married, whatever das he had to get married, that should be enough das for him to get divorced. It's the Avo Cash. Again, Tanoi, the Avo A can't get But the point is, any remizos, anything that he did to show us that he wanted to get married and we allowed that marriage to happen under the Rabbanon level should be enough for him to be able to get divorced as well. So the Gemara says, if we were talking about a who got married to his wife in the conventional way and now he wants to get divorced, certainly he'd be able to get divorced. M'shavim Gamliel would have never said that this cherish can't get divorced. Avadi can get divorced. The cherish can get divorced because and the person who became a cherish later can also get divorced because Shimon Gamliel which is the sheet of Rav Gehanna Omarav says that if you can write it it's as if you talked it and even though really you're not a bardas it doesn't matter still you're going to be able to get divorced you know what Rishim Gamliel was referring to in the Bresa when he said a cherish car can't get divorced it's talking about he didn't get married in the conventional way but rather he got married via yibum. he had a brother his brother was married. His brother died without children. The brother's wife, the Cheresh, his sister-in-law, now fell a Yibam. That marriage is because so even though he himself is not a bardas and he can't get married but he's not the person who's initiating the marriage. That marriage is being initiated by a Kaddosh Baruch Hu. This person's married miday raisa. He can't write because he's a cherish meikara. He also can't get divorced. He has a marriage on the day raisa level. His divorce could only happen on the Dairabona level. It's in that case Rav Shreem said that if he's a cherish meikara, he has no way of getting divorced. Kishmak. But the Gemara says, man, who was the His brother, who was married originally, if it's talking about where his brother was also a cherish, that should... Be, shouldn't be a problem. Why? Because then Keshemshah can sasa kach yitziasa biramiza. If his brother was a cherish, that means his brother was also only married mid rabanan. That means the Zika now to him is all mid The Isha Ikdolem and Ashamaim is all mid He can get divorced mid rabanan. So you have the same kasha. Keshemshah kointsa biramiza, kach moitsi biramiza. Elo de Gemara says, enough le miyach biramiza. It has to be talking about where his brother was not a cherish, his brother was a pikeach, his brother was married on a deraisa level. Then he died She fell a yibum With a real Zika Midday Raysa Despite the fact That he's, he's a Cheres I mean there's no problem With a Cheres getting married The problem is not about us But here He gets married Midday Raysa He's a Cheres He can't write He's stuck He has no way out That was what that A Cheres can't get divorced That Stavka If he was a Harish, meikara, ikara, I had to get married Midday Raysa Through a regular yibum? A brother that was not a cherish. but if he had a regular marriage midday raisa, either through a ibum or if he himself was a pikeach, he got married midday raisa, and then later he became a cherish, he can get divorced via the another teretz. You could say that this halacha that a cherish may ikara cannot get married if his sister-in-law fell a Yibom is true, even if his brother was a kerish. The Kasha was that if his brother was a Kheresh, then the whole Zik is only Midrabbana. If the Zik is Midrabbana and he could be Mitsia Brahmiza, he can get divorced, Midrabbana, why shouldn't he be able to get married? We were worried that if you're gonna allow this Kherish to divorce his Yevamah when his brother was a Kerish, people made divorce the Yevama, even in a case where the brother was a pikeach, they're not going to be able to differentiate between the brother was a the brother was a Cherish, they're going to think a Cherish that does yibum and later wants to divorce his wife is able to divorce his wife. So for this gzera, gzera, <laughs> they had a problem with it. If that's the case, then a cherish should never be able to divorce his wife. Why does that Allah have someone that was a cherish Maykar? Who got married with the Rabban? Because why not? He's only married with the Rabbon. Why can't he get divorced with the Rabbon? Why don't you say don't divorce your wife? who's only your wife, Mederabon. And Gzera, otu, you may have a wife. That's your wife, Mederaisa. How could the cherish have a wife, Mederaisa, if she fell yibum? It sounds like a very reasonable gzera. Just like you're being goyser, that the cherish should not be able to divorce his yevoma that fell machmas ochiv Kheresh. Otu, a Yavoma that's going to fall machmas ochiv bikeach. So too, make a gzera that a cherish shouldn't be able to divorce his wife. That's his wife, Midira because he himself, when he was a cherish, married her. Until you may divorce your wife, if she falls, machmas she's a yavama when your brother was a pikeach. But the Gemara says it's not a kasha, and the reason is because yavimtai bi yavimtai mikhlova, ishta bi yavimtai If you're going to tell me this type of yavama, yeah, this type of yavama, no, then already there's going to be confusion. People may confuse a yavama. That fell machmas alchiv versus the yavama that fell machmas So that gzeira we have to make, but to say don't divorce your wife, gzeira you might divorce the yavama. Everyone knows it's a whole different sugei. One is yavamas, the other one is kedushin get, and it's two separate areas. Even though they're both divorced and they're both your wives, but everyone understands that you can necessarily equate halachas in hilchas yavamis to halachas outside of yavames. Over there, we're not worried about that. But the Gemara says, it's so a little bit of yavames here. Is that true? Are we really concerned that people are going to confuse halacha? of a cherish doing Yibom, when his brother was a cherish versus where his brother was a Pikach. But now we're going to the Mishnah, and this is the first Mishnah in Perek, Keresh. There were two brothers that were Keresh. Nesuin, they were married, achoyos, pikhois, to two sisters that were both not Keresh. And hoy, there were two sisters that were Keresh. Oi there were two sisters, Achas Pikachas the Achas Keresh. So you have two brothers that are married to two sisters. Either the two brothers are Keresh. Or the two sisters, or are charoshos, or one of the sisters a pikachas and the other one is a charoshos. Or in the reverse, you have two sisters charoshos, nesuys that were married lishnei achim pikin olishnei achim charoshin olishnei achim echad pikech echad charosh. Haray elu pturis when a chalisa is no Khalis, is no yibam. There's two significant points in this mishnah. Number one. Two brothers are married to two sisters. What's the significance of two brothers being married to two sisters in Mesachdis Yuvamis? The significance is there's no Yibum. If two brothers are married to two sisters and one of the brothers die, the Allah is his wife does not fall to his brotherly Yibum. And the reason is because his wife is his brother's wife's sister. It's Achoy's Ishtai. And the Allah is that an Erva doesn't fall to Yibum. There's no Yibum. There's no Chalitza. That's the first Mishnah in Mesachdis Yuvamis. That's Yuvamis 101, literally Yuvamis Tavbez and Aleph. Where the halach is that an erva doesn't follow yibam. So two brothers, two sisters. The, is <laughs> pturis, and the other wrinkle in this case is where both of the marriages were marriages only mid because there was a cherish and a cherish over here. So whatever permutation you're going to have, the point is you had two marriages between brothers and sisters, both of whom are married mid Now you have a yibum because one of the brothers died without children. The halach is phtura is mina is. You had a case where the two marriages are mid The only difference is they're not sisters. So then the halacha is yechnesu. You can't do yibam. Why? Because it's a regular yibam. There's a zikah Orbeit midravanan, they can do yibum. Orbeit midravanan, but on the dravanan level, they're playing house. They can make this work. It doesn't work on the derisa level. There's no zikim midderisa. There's no yibum midderisa. But at least midravanan, you're able to make this work. Then ratzul you And know, what if after they do yibum, they decide the one that did yibum that he wants to divorce his wife? you, he's allowed to divorce his wife. So what do you see from here? That you can divorce your wife. A cheresh, for example, can divorce his Yivama to the extent that the whole yibum. And the whole Zika originally was only Midei Rabbanic. why don't you say, Zera, don't do it. Because what would be a case where a Keresh does Yibam with a Zika with Midday Raysa, where his brother wasn't a Kheresh, where only his marriage is on the Dera level. But the original marriage that created the Zika's Yibam was really Midday Raysa. So you see from there that you don't make the See So you have a mafurish Raya from the first Mishnah in Perik, Keresh. The af- kuf yud beis, beis, and yobames, that we were not gozer cheresh atu pikech. Ela, says the Gemara based on that. Meikara. So going back to the original question, where Rashi and Gamliel said that someone that was a cheresh meikara has no way of getting divorced. The Kasha was, what do you mean? If he's a cheresh meikara, he only got married with the rabbanon, so certainly he should be able to get divorced with the rabbanon. What was the Gemara's teretz? The teretz was we're talking about in the context of Yibun. So the Gemara said, initially, either where the zika was a zika day raisa, or even if the zika was a the and atu, with the zika would be a day raisa, the gemara falling off at of the second terrace. B'shulgamliel was talking only with the zika was day raisa, where this cherish's brother was not a cherish. The cherish's brother was really a pikeach. He was married miday raisa. The zika was miday raisa. The ibum was miday raisa. The cherish is a cherish meikara. He can't write. He has no way of getting divorced. And a Khinami, if his brother was a cherish, it wouldn't be a problem. I maybe make gzeira. Up to a case where his brother's going to be a pikeach and Yavimta be a Vimta in Mechalfa. So the Gemara in Svara thought that that was a good argument, but ultimately the Gemara f- said that that can't be the MS because it's the first Mishnah in Cheresh. this long winded complicated Mishnah, but it's Mavur clearly in the Mishnah that we don't make this Gezer. Om Rab Yechon said, and all of Gamliel. So Rab Shimon Gamliel said this, Chiddush that a Kheresh, Sheena Sheimeh, Venibadab, is able to divorce his wife if he's able to instruct the cipher right to write the get by writing. Says the Gemara, Narab Shemengam Wheel apparently was commenting on something that Al said. Um, Shimon he's talking to the Tanah kama. Tana kama. said, a cherish can't get divorced. Reb said, it's not true. Only a cherish may can't get divorced. we just explain what that means. But someone that became a cherish later, he can't get divorced. So Rabbi Yechanan said that you could have argued that Reb Shimon Gamliel, like the Gemara very often says in Shas, was coming to explain the Tanakama. He wasn't coming to argue with the Tanah Kama. Rabbi Yechanan says, I have a raya that in this case that's not what's happening. Um, Rabbi Yechanan, Gamliel said his aloha, he he wasn't coming to explain the Tanakamo, but rather he was coming to argue the I'll tell you the Raya, because there's a b'raisa that says, Nishtatis, a woman that became a shaito, man's not allowed to divorce his wife, what if he becomes a cherish, or if he becomes a shayta, lo yoy yoy he can never get married, so again, if she becomes a shaita, he can't divorce his wife, which is a chidish, the Gemara will say in a moment why it's a chidish, because a woman gets divorced, so who cares that she's a Shaita, that she's not a bastas? Just like if she's a pikeach, he can force her to get divorced, so too if she's a Shaita. Now today there's a cherem no but mi'ikar a woman can get divorced, so the price it says, number one, if a woman's a Shaita, lo yaytzi, If he becomes a Cherish, or if he becomes a shaita, lo yoyt So the Gemara's diac is Di, my yelomis. What does this word yelomis mean? Lab doesn't it mean afag after even if he only became a cherish later. So really he knows that it's Even then he can't divorce his wife. So who is the Tana of this brisa? It must be the Tana Kama that Reb Shimon Gamliel was arguing with. So you see that when the brisa said Am um, Reb Shimon Gamliel, he wasn't coming to be a the Tana Kama, but rather he was coming to argue with the Tana Kama. Am Rab said he lab dash minu Were not for the fact that. Rabbi Yochanan said that Rabbi Shemim and Gamliel is arguing with the Kama, the that halukin you know, all of chaverim shimon gamliel. I would have disagreed. I would have said that maybe shimon gamliel is really coming to be Farish to Tanakama. I Abaya said Afana, nami, He had a riot from this brayso. The brayso said who What does olamis mean? Doesn't it mean even where he's able to write? So the Gemara says no. Umay afagaf the the Olamis means that even if. He looks like he's intelligent. Cheresh, it doesn't matter. But not a lomus if he's able to write. Maybe if he's able to write, he's not considered a cheresh. But where he's intelligent, he's choref. Maybe that's where it's nigayi. I look tell you, different shot and what a lomus means. Rabbi said, That really, a can get divorced. just like we just spoke, out. Can get divorced, So why should a shaitan be different? So why is that a shaitan can't get divorced? It's so that people shouldn't treat a We want shaitan to be married especially a woman, so people won't violate her. People won't take advantage of her. So therefore, it's very good for her to have a husband the husband's going to look out for her. So it was only a din der Rabbanin, an amazing halacha. The Abonah didn't want her to get divorced. So that's why they said, Ashayit, can't get divorced. It could be, said the Gemara, maybe that's what the b'raissa meant when it said elonis. The race of the b'raissa said nishtatis that's only mid Therefore, it doesn't use the word Eilamas. Neschar a Because that's on the Deiraisa level. I and mean being that it's on the Deiraisa level, even if you did it, the there's no way out of it. Because Mid-Deiraisa, can't get divorced. Maybe that's what Eilamas means. Either way, the gemara is debating whether Eilamas is a Diok. If Eilamas is a Diok, that would matter in terms of whether you have a riot that Shimon Gamliel was coming to the farish the Tanakamor, or he's coming to argue with the Tanakam. But either way, just to come full circle, we began the daf. The first line of daf'ayan al Aleph was a chidish that wrote Rav said send the name of Rav. And that was a cherish. Again, we're not talking about an Elaine. The Gemara made that very clear. We're talking about a cherish. She'enah she'meah. the medaber. Who throughout. Shas is treated as a not bardas. The halach is that he can divorce his wife. The Gemara has Takasho from a Mefurish brisa, and the Gemara has Tanoi. Who's the Tana that holds? That a cherish can divorce his wife mitaychaksav. It's Rab Shimon Gamliel. Rab said Rab Shimon Gamliel. So it's a machloekis tanoim between Rab Shimon ben Gamliel and the Tanakamo that argued with Rab Shimon ben Gamliel. Rab Rav Merav was essentially paskining like Rab Shimon ben Gamliel. So it's a machloekis tanoim, and that's Rab's psak halacha that's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. The Rambam perek base and that a cheres ledabra edaber we had the Mishnah and The Mishnah discussed a Somebody goes over to two people and he tells those two people, give my wife a get. He didn't say "write again." All he said was Oi, or if he went over to three people and he told the three people, "write again for my wife," ishti, and give it to my wife. So the Mishnah said, "hare elu The Allah is that dafka the people that were instructed by the husband to either give the get, or to write and give the get, they have to be the ones to fulfill the shlichos. In other words, they can't appoint somebody else to go do the shlichos on their behalf. The reason is a subject of a machloik is, Rova, earlier in the Mesech daf Chav Alaf. we of course follow Rava's opinion. The reason is, because mili lo'i memzerim If the shluchim would go over and tell someone else, write the get, so the halacha is, that would be meili. And although the rule is Shliach a Shliach, but not in the case of Mili, as we've spoken about several times throughout the Masachat, and it's for that reason that if Reuven appoints Shimon, Shimon doesn't have a right to go ahead and appoint Levi. He said to Mishnah, what would it be, however, if someone went over to three people? And he didn't say, Kisfu, Tnugetla Ishti. All he said was, Tnugetla Ishti. So the nuance is, he didn't tell the three people to write again and give again to my wife. All he told the three people was, give a get to my wife. He left out the word kissful. That makes a very big difference. Now ready to machlick is Ramey and Rav Yoisi whether these three people have a right to appoint somebody else or they don't have a right to appoint somebody else. Ramey says, the halach is that these three people can even appoint somebody else. I immediately Because three people is a bezin, And if you tell these three people, give the get over to my wife, what you're doing is you're giving them the koyach of bezden. You're not appointing three shluchim. What you're doing is you're appointing a bezden. And mili le memzer doesn't apply to a bezden. That's shitas rab Rabbi Yossi argues, Rabbi Yossi says that even if you told three people to new get le ishti, even then this halach is not going to apply. Meaning, if you told three people write the get and give the get, then it's clear you're not making them a bezden. Then it sounds more like you're making them into shluchim. So it's, two people, three people, four people, nine people, it's irrelevant. They would have to do it by themselves. They wouldn't have a right to go tell somebody else. Rabneir says that if you told three people, give the get over to my wife, you never instructed them Kisfu, now we look at it a little differently. We treat it as if Asan Bezdin, Rameyashita is, you don't say Milui, Loy Memsurin Lashliach, when you give it over to a Bezdin, Rabbi Yossi argues, and as a result, there's Machoykis, Rabbi Yossi, and Rameyer, when you say, True Gel Ishti. So again, if someone goes over to one person or even two people and says, either Kisfu getli Ishti or just to new get the is that that shliach or those shluchim cannot appoint another shliach to write again on behalf of this person's wife, because shlichos is meili and If you told three people. Kisfu with Tnugetle Ishti, the halacha is going to be the same. If you told three people Tnugetle Ishti, you omitted Kisfu. All you said was Tnugetle Ishti, that's a machaikis remaining Rabbi Yossi. According to Rameir Asam Besdin, there's no halacha of Mili Le Mansur According to Rabbi Yossi, there is a halacha of Mili Le Mansur and even by a Bezdin. The only other halacha that we have to remember, that is was a discussion in the Gemara earlier, Dafsam Mechvav and whether, according to Rabbi Yossi, that holds Mili Le Mansur and what would be if the husband would tell telesh- a Specifically, I want you to be a Shliach to go tell someone. So Ruven tells Shimin, Shimin, go tell Levi to write again on my behalf. Oimer Amru, he specifically told him to go appoint the Shliach to write again on his behalf. Would that constitute Mili or would that not constitute Mili? What the svar is, we spoke at Rabbi Neger and Naqsa Machvav on the days, a lot of alumnus and Super alumnus in terms of what the Oimek, svar would be. Should you say Mili Lememser and Lashliach? But either way, that was a discussion in the Gemara. Whether Rabbi Yaisi, who holds, even when you appointed a Bezdin, what would be if you told him specifically, go tell somebody else would the halacha vir be that we say, or perhaps, that note, so they go over to Ruve. Ruvein's married, and two people come over to Ruve and they say, shall we write a get for your wife? Yes, absolutely, how do you know? What happens if now those two people, instead of writing the get on their own, they went and they told the get to write the get, and then they went over to Edom, and they told Edom, Signed the get, even if the cipher and the adam wrote and signed the get, and then they gave the get over to the husband, and now the husband took the get and gave it over to his wife. So he's clearly very happy with the way everything played out. I Meaning, even though he told these two people write the get, and they didn't write the get. They told someone else to write the get. But ultimately, he was okay with it. Because when they gave the get back to him, he took the get and handed it over to his wife. So the haloch is, it doesn't matter. Hagirei, get, bottle. The get is bottle. And the reason is because he never appointed them as shluchim to go tell somebody else. They were the shluchim. They were the ones that were supposed to write the get. They told somebody else to do it. The haloch is, the get doesn't work. And that's the same exact haloch that we just spoke out now. That if you appoint someone a shluch to write a get, the Cannot be ois shliach because it's milu lememstrom l'shlech. When does it work? At shiyoim elosoy for ksoiv uleedam chsumu. The only time it would work, the people that wrote to get would be considered a kosher a and the ones that signed get would be considered a kosher, is if they themselves were instructed by the husband to do it. But if they weren't instructed, they heard it from another shliach, in that case, it's not going to work. Says the Time of the Mishnah sounds like the reason the shliach didn't work over here, is because the husband told the shluchim k'suvu, go write a get, and they went, and had somebody else write the get on their behalf. But the problem it sounds like is, is that he didn't say the word tnu, tnu, but had he said give the get, nice then, then it's possible that it could have worked. Meaning it sounds like it is possible for someone, a husband to appoint a shliach, to write a get and the shliach will go over to someone else tell the somebody else to write the get and the Gershom will chal. It sounds like it's a possibility. The reason it didn't work in our Mishnah is because he said ksuvu and when you say ksuvu then there's no way for it to work. But let's say you would have said something else you wouldn't have said ksuvu then it's possible it would have worked. What? would that possibility have been, based on the information that we have with the introduction that we just spoke at and the sujahs that we've already learned, there's a sheet that's Rehmeyer. holds that if you tell three people to new get le'ishti, asan bezdin, they then can go tell somebody else to write the get, because there's no halach of milu le'emem the So the Gemara is being midayik from the ratio of the Mishnah. It sounds a little bit like the Mishnah is going, going to Rameir. Because if the Mishnah wanted to make a general point, it's impossible to ever appoint a shliach to write a get, and have that shliach appoint another shliach to write a get, then the Mishnah should have said a big yichidish. nitnu, should we give the get? Even if it was three people and it was a bez, then still it doesn't work because the only time it works is like the Mishnah says at the end, so we have to hear it directly from the husband. The Mishnah didn't say that. The Mishnah chapt on a case where everybody agrees that it doesn't work because it's a case of mili. If the Mishnah held that it could never work then the mishnah said a shoulda said a bigechish a time at loya matruk it sounds like the reason it doesn't work is cuz he didn't say to no hat matruk hady said no noise man he remay it sounds like the mishnahs remay the umi mili menchal lishlach remay holds mili menchal lishlach when it's a Bezden, so that if you said tenu to a Bezden, it would work. But the kash is a seifah. Look at the last line of the Mishnah. The Mishnah of and says, when does it work if the shliach heard it directly from the husband? It sounds like there's no way for it to work unless the shliach heard it directly from the husband. That works according to Rabbi Yaisi that you always say that you always say could it be that the reish of the Mishnah is Rabbi and the Seif of the Mishnah is Rabbi Yaisi so the Gemara says in, it could be Reisha Rab Meir the safer of again. Why is the Reisha the Mishnah, of Meir? Because when the Reisha mission, it sounds like the only reason the shliach can't be the shliach is because the husband told the shliach Ksufu, But had he said tonu let's say bifnei shloisha, where well, there's no problem of milim in the shliach, could be there or it would work. Why is the Sefer of Because the Sefer says harei get bottle at ma that the getzka always going get to be bottle unless the shliach hears it directly from the husband. It sounds like if you don't hear it directly from the husband, even if the shliach Heard it from a Shliach who was a Bezdin to whom the husband said three, true, it still doesn't matter. It's never going to work unless you hear it directly from the husband. That's shit Rabbi Yaisi. So the first heritage of the Gemara is it's true. The race is Ramey. the safe is Ramei. Really, the whole mission is Ramei. The mission is talking about where he didn't say tenu. Where he didn't say tenu, then the only time the Shliach can write the get. Is if he heard it directly from the husband and a had the husband said tenu, then the shliach could have heard it from a shliach who heard tenu from the husband. The Mishnah talking about. It, we didn't say tenu but if that's the case, then why did the Mishnah speak that out? The Mishnah should have said get bottle, not edem but get bottle So the Gemara says you're right. Maybe the reason the Mishnah didn't say because the Mishnah is not talking about a case where you told it over to. Three people again. The only time, according to a Mayor, Tnu would work is if it was a bezin. If there were three people, but Iachi the Gemara Achi the shloisha the way. Okay, what do you mean the Mishnah's not talking about bifnei shloisha? Let the Mishnah talk about bifnei shloisha. You want to tell me a case where it's possible for a sefer to write again, even if he didn't hear it directly from the husband? It's possible if you told the shliach Tnu bifnei shloisha. Ella the Gemara says you're right. There's no way to make the sefer work with Reb Mayor because in the sefer it sounds like the only time the shliach could ever write again is if he heard it directly from the sefer. And according to Rameh, you don't have to hear it directly from the Sefer. You can hear it from a shliach, who heard two says, the Gemara Kul You have to say that the whole Mishnah really is Rabbi Yossi. The Sefer is very mashmal like Rabbi Yossi. Of course, the Sefer said, Harei ad uleidim Unless you hear it directly from the husband, you can never hear it from a shliach, because it's always going to be Immediately memsrol l'shliach. The kasha was the reisha. If the mishnah is Rabbi Yosi, why did the mishnah say only a case of amru leynichtev get le We should have said a bigger khidish. Even if the husband said tanu and even if it was bifne shloisha, even then you say immediately memsrol l'shliach. V'achabemayaskinu loy amar amru. You know why the mishnah capped the case of ksuvu because the mishnah wanted to say a chiddush that the only time. Rabbi Yossi holds. There's a problem, when the husband said ksuvu, is if he told the shliach, you write the get, and then the shliach was like shliach. But if he would tell the shliach specifically, go tell someone else to write the get, even if all he said was ksuvu, there it would work. And that chiddish I only know because the Mishnah said ksuvu. Had the Mishnah said Tanu, I, I wouldn't have any information about Omer Amru. So the Mishnah Dafti said the case of ksuvu. You think it's a lesser chiddish? That if you say, that's true, it's the Lesser Chiddush. Klape, the Chiddush mayor in the Mishnah earlier, who holds that even when you say, the halach is going to be, that you don't say, but the Mishnah is not getting involved in that. The Mishnah is trying to tell us, the Chiddush in Rabbi Yossi, that when Rabbi Yossi says, it's only if you were an Omer Amru. And that Chiddush I know, because the Mishnah said, that ksuvu is only a problem if you didn't tell the shliach specifically to go tell someone else to write it. So I told the shliach ksuvu. He on his own went and told the shliach, did this wrong. But if you would tell the shliach specifically, go tell someone else ksuvu, there amru moider rabi And that's why the Mishnah is talking ksuvu to te teach me that chiddush. So kulu rabi And again, the question is why the Rish of the Mishnah talk about ksuvu shouldn't the Rish of the Mishnah spoken about tenu? The reason is to teach me this chiddush that only words like amr amr. So why didn't the Mishnah at the end speak that out? Why did the Sefer the Mishnah say, Hari, get bottle." It's not true. You don't have to hear it directly from the husband. You can hear it from a shliach as long as the shliach was instructed specifically to tell the husband. Is that true that Rabbi Yissoh doesn't hold of his sheet But now we learned in the Mishnah. Now we had this gemara, albeit complicated gemara, earlier, ksav sefer, the eid, kosher, if the cipher writes the get, which naturally he does, and one eid echad signs, the it's a kosher, get, because the ksav sefer constitutes said, <laughs> No, it's not the Khsam cipher, it's the Khsam cipher. The cipher would have to sign. The Khidish is that the cipher is to also be an aid, He can wear two hats. He could be the cipher, and he could also be an aid. The of said, "Masli Samani, who is the time of the Mishnah that holds Khsam it's going coin to Rabyisi, the Omar Mili Loi Mimserh, and the bin is, because if the Mishnah would be going coin to a mayor that holds in certain instances, Mili Mimserh, then there's no way in the world you would allow the soifer to ever be a kosher Khasharaid. You know why? Because we're concerned that maybe somebody appointed someone a shliach to go hire a cipher. And then he pointed to shliach to hire edich sima. Really the cipher was never supposed to be one of the edich sima. But when the yid the Shliach went over to the cipher and he told him Yid, I was just instructed to appoint you to write the get and the is like and what about to sign the get? So Mishum Kisufa the Cypher, he may tell him, yeah, on to sign the get also, even though he really was never instructed to make him an eight Chasimah. That's something that apparently Chazal felt was a very likely chash. It's a real possibility that, that could happen. So quite a mayor that holds merely mentioned the shliach, it's possible for a Shliach to be shliach to tell someone else to write a get there's a chash that the cipher will hear from a Shliach that he's an Eid Chesima. He'll sign the get thinking he's an Eid Chesima, where really he's not an Eid Chesima. So if the Mishnah said that we're not worried about that, Ve Eid Shanino, that the sefer could be an aide, that means we're not worried that maybe the sefer wasn't appointed as an aide when he signed on the get. It must be going to to Rabbi Yossi, who holds Mili Le So if that's the case, this is Never shash. Because what are you worried about? The sefer is going to hear from a Shliach that he's an Eid Chzima when he really wasn't an Eid chesima. Seifer knows better than that. He can't hear it from a shliach. How could you hear it from a shliach? It's mili. And mili lay menzer and the So the ta'an of the Mishnah, Rabbi Yir-Mia said, that holds, Eide chas, that holds chsam seifer shanino is Rabbi Yossi that holds mili lay menzer and l'shliach. As a result, there's no such chashash. But zok the Gemara, that's all good, if Rabbi Yossi said as haloch even b'hemer amru. But once you tell me that Rabbi Yossi b'hemer it's possible then, to have a mealy menstrual shliyach, even according to Rabbi Yossi, which means it's possible to have this chashash even according to Rabbi Yossi. Because the sefer is going to hear it from a shliach that he was told to be an eit and he's going to think that he really could be an eit Ah, you can't hear it from a shliach that's only if it was amro but if it was lo amro you can the shliach will tell him yeah I was appointed that. that's what he's telling him the husband told me to make you a shliach to write the get. so the same chash that you have according to a Meir that holds mili menserun le shliach you have according to Rabbi Yossi that holds mili loy menserun le shliach. if moidah Rabbi Yossi ba'im yamer amro so from the fact that Rabbi Yossi said chsam soifish and Rabbi Chizda said the Mishnah is Rabbi Yossi that's an raya that Rabbi Yossi said is allah of mili ba'imar. See the Gemara. It's not. If I think going to tell me, says my by the same exact Khurva that Reb said you would have it going to Reb Mayor. You'll have it going to Reb Yossi. The Zim then domedul the Shnayim unrul soifer viyichtay. Because what happens if a man tells two people, go tell the soifer right again. Uleplainu yiplainu viyechsma, and then go tell two people to sign again. This shliach or the shluchim may be embarrassed to tell the soifer that he only is supposed to be the soifer. He's not supposed to be the aiden. He's going to tell him instead to sign it. Also, why are you not concerned? Must because it's never possible such a case. That's only true if Rabbi Yossi holds. It's only true if Rabbi Yossi holds that you always say from As a result, if Rabbi Yossi was not going back to the cheshvan gemara, the only way we can learn our mishnah is if we say meyer the safer Rabbi gemara tried making the safer meyer the gemara. Couldn't do it. The Gemara tried making the rashi of Yossi, but that would be predicated on Moedir Rabi Yossi by Amru, which the Gemara just knocked out. As a result, rashi may have a Yossi. Reva Ashi No. Cool, Rabi Yossi. Maybe you could make the Mishnah work in Kudu Rabi Yossi. V'lay The way you have to read the Mishnah is lay The Mishnah is starting with the smallest Chiddush, and even though it doesn't speak it out explicitly, but it really is building up to the largest Chiddush. How so? It's pashid if all the husband told the shliach was, kisvuget ishti, the halachie is, they can appoint another shliach to do it, kus mi lo'yemem sholish shliach. Ela, afilu, this the mission didn't speak out, omar tenu loy. V'lai mi ba'ye hechad loy amar le'beit l'asso, ela even if he told three people. V'lai mi ba'ye hechad loy amar amru, ela afilu emar amru Meaning, the Mishnah spoke out the smallest Chiddush, but really it's building up to the safe of the Mishnah, and it's supposed to be implied every Chiddush that's in between. The smallest Chiddush is, if you had a spectrum, so the worst possibility would be where the husband told the shliach, write the if he went and told another shliach to write again, that's Melem Emzer Shliach 101. The opposite end of the spectrum is where the husband told the seifer to write again, and the seifer heard it directly from the husband. He wrote again. What's everything in between? The husband told the shliach to nuget, get, ba'api or he told the shliach, oi amru, go tell the seifer to write again. Everything in between is going to be a problem. So the Mishnah the on the, slu- the least the sli- chiddish, The extreme of the spectrum and built it all the way up until it made the final statement that the only time it's ever going to work is if you got it 100% right, and that is you heard it directly from the husband, and the Mishnah really is going according to Rabbi Yossi. Says the Gemara Tanya Kavase to Ravashi. Ravashi, who was the last Amir mentioned, who said, Kulu Rabbi Yossi. He implied from Ashi was, that Rabbi Yoisi said his halacha, even ba-oimer amru, and it's that one point in Rabbi Yoisi Shita, that the Gemara is bringing a brya from a b'raisa, ksav, ksav, soifu The soifu wrote to get l'shma, The edom, which one day had signed to get l'shma, avu b'shi chasmu v'chasmu, even though they signed it, and they wrote it, v'nasnu lo, v'nasnu lo, harer get bottle, it's a problem. Meaning, the case of our Mishnah, where the Shluchim were instructed by the husband to write, to sign, and they went ahead and told somebody else, even if the get was given back to the husband, and the, hen, the husband then gave the get over, does it doesn't matter, At she And here the Braisa adds a few words. It's bottle unless the kseifer hears koiloi. She seifer, what does that mean, yishmu'u says the Braisa, what it means is lafuke. the ma'an that says, that, no, it's not enough. It has to be Yishmu physically has to hear the voice of the husband. I'm sorry, actually, that's coming the That you could even write the Minu you can't write the Minu the Shleach has to actually hear the voice of the husband. So, just a few things regarding some of the really hardcore sugias that we touched upon on this stuff. Number one, a Gevaldi Gechidish, a Cheresh who's not a bardas, but if he's able to write, he can instruct the sofer, that he wants to divorce his wife, is that he's allowed to divorce his wife. The question is why. So the MS is like this. Two things. Number one, it's to mentioned. There's a Sheetist Rebelozer that we learned together, albeit very quickly and a very long time ago, in Yevam is Kuf Yud Gimel amid Alef. So Yevam is Dav kufyud base kufyud Gimel. You would expect that to be uh, an important Mara Mokim here in this Sugya, because that's Perik Cherish. So that was the Mishnah that the Gemara quoted on the top of Ayin Aleph amid base, In that Sugya, in the beginning of Perik Cherish, the Gemara mentions Sheetist Rebelozer. Rebelazar holds a Cherish that got married the halacha is, if somebody is boiled, this ashes is ish, b'shoi gig, he brings an ashram tali. When do you bring an ashram tali? Anytime a person does something weird. if you were certain that you did it, you would have to bring a chatas. If you now have a suffolk if you did it, you have to bring an ashram tali. So when do you bring a karman chatas? Anytime you do something b'shoi gig, then had you done it b'meizid, you would have been chayiv karis. So if somebody is mechal shabbos, b'shoi gig, he brings a karman chatas. If somebody would be Baal and ish ish, ish he would have to bring a karma If someone has a suffix if he was born in Eshes Ish, He doesn't bring a chattas, he brings an Hashem Says Rabbi Loza, someone that's Boil, Ishtoy Shelcheresh is He always brings in an And the Gemara says, Because Rebbe Loza is at a suffolk, whether a cherish can get married, or a cherish is not able to get married. Now we don't paskin like Shittas Rebbe but even though we know throughout Shas that a cherish are all considered not bin das, you see already that a cherish maybe would be a little different. Where do you see it? In Shittas Rebbe that a could be has its sadas, but there's an interesting tshuva from the Sam Soifer. It's an even as a chelik beis simon beis, and the Khsam Soifer begins his tshuva with a kasha. They always come together. That's synonymous with each other. What they have in common is that they're not b'nei das. asks that the Gemara says, What's the definition of a Shoita? And the Mishnah, the Gemara, but it gives different simonim of a Shoita. Someone that goes outside by himself at night. Someone that sleeps in a base like forest. Somebody that tears his clothing. I don't understand. It sounds like unless a person does these three things, he's not going to be considered a shaita. It says, Kasha is, a cherish is treated like a shaita, meaning, he's the same not bardas that a shaita is, and a cherish was never accused of doing any of these things. So you see, you don't have to stoop so low, be to the point where you sleep in a Beisach forest and in order to be considered a Napardas. So how come when it comes to Shaita, are we so stringent in terms of what the criteria are to be a Shaita? I Meaning, it sounds like if somebody is a fool, someone who clearly is not Taita but he doesn't sleep by himself in a base forest, that person would not be considered a Shaita. Cherish is also considered a Napardas, and a Cherish is not a not. Bardas on that level, so then the criteria of Shaita shouldn't be so stringent. <laughs> Says the Khsam Sofi, you have to say very simple. There's an Camino between a Cherish and a Shaita. A Cherish is treated as a not Bardas, but it's only to the extent that we know for sure, or we don't have any evidence that he's a Bardas. A Cherish, al is treated as a not Bardas. If you're in a Shimei, bedaber, we're going to assume that you're not a Bardas. To the extent that you show signs of diat slullah, maybe we could treat you as a baradas. Vaharaya, Rabalazar that we just mentioned, Yuvamas Kufit Gimlamad Aleph, that every time a person's boiled Ishta al it's a shayla of an Because maybe he is a baradas. Maybe his marriage was a marriage. A shaita is different. A shaita, even if he shows signs of diat slullah, so every now and again, he shows a flash of brilliance, it doesn't matter. If he's a Lambi forest and he's a Yitzihidi Balaila, he's a Makarik Susai, he has positive symptoms of shaita. And even if he sometimes daita it's not going to work. That's the Nafkamino. You know. The is always a shaita. The Kherish is loved always a Nat He's only a Nat to the extent that he doesn't show us signs of being tzula. But Berega, he shows signs of Daitatsullah, he's not a Bardas. Zaktik Sam Sofi, you know the Raya, I'm right. The Raya, I'm right, is Gitten, Ayin Aleph, Amid Aleph. So you didn't think that this Amid is such a Yusoi, it's the Ahmed. Gitten, Ayin Aleph, Amid Aleph, says the chsam Soifer, has in it, a Yusoi Godel, that's really Negea, the entire Shas. You have your Acheres, that's Enoshemei of Enedab. He's able to write. Who cares if he's able to write? He's an Enoshemei, he's an Ened Medaber, he's not a Bardas, that is the... the if the definition of a cherish was, shimei, v'ine v'ine then that's what Chazal should have said. The terrence is, a shaita is of is considered not bardas. However, there's a little asterisk next to it, and that is, to the extent that he shows simonim of daitat stula, then we do treat him as a bardas. This person showed signs of daitat He was able to write. Being that he was able to write, he showed signs of daitat stula. That's where he's different than a shaita. Say for says, that's why it's always cherish, shaita. Why don't you just say shaita or just say cherish or someone that's not a bardas? The terrence is, because lawyer, is that they don't have Das right now. The nafkimina is that a Cheres who saw, shows signs of being tight that in itself would make him into a Pikeach whereas the Shaita can never be treated to Pikeach that's our number one. Our number two is we mentioned over here the mi Mipi and Volei Mipi So even an Eling who's certainly a Bar Das or a Cheres that's able to write who maybe is considered Bar Das Rav he could instruct the sofer to do things. He can engage a mechachum memtger, even a but regular edos not. And the reason is, is a halacha of mipi and v'leymi it's just kedai to mention the rishonim's kasha. All the rishonim ask the same kasha. If there's a halacha of mipi and v'leymi piksavim, ech motzino yodeino v'ragleno base medrash with a star. How do you have a star? You take out a document. You have a star. You have Edom that are signed on the Shtar. How could Edom sign on the star? They're testifying through the star. What happened to the Elohim? You have a picks So Ki in Yeshiva, the Ketsois and brings four Shittas in the Rishonim. Everyone asks on the Ketsois that the Ketsois seems to have forgotten a Rashi and our Sugi right now. It's late, so income a But two shittas that are worth mentioning. Number one shittas, Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam said that the only time there's a lacha of mi me mi that's only for an e someone that can't talk. So someone that can't talk, like sugya, he also can't testify via But someone that can talk, he can't testify via ksav. Because kol haroi bila ma bilamah boy. So as long as you could do it, it's okay. The Elam's problem is he can't be a MEPM. But to the extent that you can be a MEPM, that in itself is going to be enough. That's Shitas Rabbein Utah. Meaning, Rabbein Utah is saying that Enochinami and Elam can't testify in Ashtar because there there's a Allah, but a regular person who's able to talk, the Allah, was never mentioned. The other Shita worth mentioning is, of course, the Shita Arambam. The Arambam in Hilchas Eidos, Aloch this is one of the most famous Rambam's in Yeshiva, and that is where the Rambam says, Din toiro she'en makablon edos. <coughs> Loi bedinei momenes, v'loi bedinei nefoshes elemi pi'eidim. Sh'nemar al pishnayim edim, v'pi'en v'loi mik'sav yodum. It says the Rambam, the cash is such a good cash that my only way out is that enochinami. raisa shtar shouldn't work. It's only Midaira Bonan that starus works. Because if you wouldn't be able to testify via Shtar, nobody would ever lend anybody money because the only way you'd be able to prove that you loan someone money is by bringing the Edam to Besnan. So Kedai Nalas, love, and similar to Hillel's Tachon or it's for that reason that the Chachomim allowed Shtaris. But it's not a Dinda Iraisa, it's really only a Dinda rabban. How could the Rabbana manipulate Hilcha Shtaris? Hafkirb as an But it's only Midderabbana, it's in fact not working Midderaisa. The Ramban, of course, asks the obvious question on the Rambam, which is, Gittin, Gerisha, or Isha niknes because shtar That's not the name ominous. There is no hefker bez than hefker. That has nothing to do with, you, like, ten o'dallahs with ne lovin. And still, the aloch is there's something called again Isha. So the kasha on the rambam is if the rambam is saying that the kasha is a good kasha, really, there shouldn't be a shtar. Why not? Because me let me pick of them. So freck the rambam. That should only help you for the name ominous. How does that help you? For gite How does that help you for shtar kedushin? And if you want, Further reading or further analysis on this sugya, take a look at Chidusha Rab Chaim Alevi al-Rambam. It's a classic piece to try to be miyash of this The Dushach, they say in yeshivas, the Rab said that there's a new chefza star, and the Russian, they say, is the shtaret. So you're not just signing on the shtar, but the shtar is actually talking in Bethlehem. Somehow you have over here on VPM, but either way, that's just a little bit of alumnus. One gishma ora that's worth mentioning, that's in the Kasher. The asks that according to Rabbeinu Tam, that there's no aloha mi pia by someone that's able to talk. It's only an elim that can't talk, but someone that's able to talk. There's no aloha mi pia the piksovam. We know the Gemara says throughout Shas that there's no malchus for someone that testifies falsely in Bezzik. Not let it testify falsely in It's one of the Ten Commandments. But the aloha is if someone's over leisana, there's no malchus because Salavsha in by Meisa. Freik, the minchaschenoch, and this is classic minchaschenoch, that according to the Maga that says that any time, a person is over a love shame by Maisa, but he could have been over it. Al yede Maisa. The is to get Malkus. So, afraid to Mechas Chinuch that, according to Rabbeinu Tam, that you can testify Biksav. So, it's possible to be over the love of Leisanu Bereyache Eitz Shaker. Al Maisa. If it's possible to be over the love, al yede Maisa. So, afraid to Mechas Chinuch. Why is Leisanu Bereyache Eitz Shaker always a classic example? Of a she'im by Mysa, it's Evshalavar al Yudeim Mysa, if it's Evshalavar al Yudeim then Halacha, according to the Maghreb Mishnah, shouldn't treat it as a she'im by Mysa at all. The third thing that we don't have time to talk about, but maybe we'll start with that tomorrow. And that is in general, what you see in this sugya is an idea that ksiva constitutes dibor. Instructing the shlech to do something, a yidei, ksiva would constitute dibor. What about in other areas of halacha? Is ksiva kidibor or is ksiva not kedibor So this is something that the gedolei Achreidim discuss at length. There's several chuvas from Kedegar. There's a chuva from the Chassam Sofer. There's a Chuva from the Noydeb Yehuda. The Iker Sugya of Kedegar's tshuvas was discussing somebody that Counted Sphirus O'Emer, Bixav, he makes a and a Chuvah from the Shev and a Chuvah from the Chavaz where they apparently seem to argue whether somebody who makes a Shvuah, he writes a Shvuah, is he now encumbered by that Shvuah, or is he not encumbered by that Shvuah? It touches on Hilchas Berchas A there's many, many Kashas, with Kivega's famous kasha that if Ksiba constitutes Dibur, how's a Sefer ever allowed to write the Shemavaya and a Sefer Torah? If you're not allowed to say the Shemavaya, then you shouldn't be able to write the Shemavaya either, so there's a lot to talk about, maybe we'll start with that tomorrow.